When I started birding, evening grosbeaks were hardly on my radar until Russ and I moved to Duluth in 1981. For the rest of the 80s, as my children were born and became toddlers and preschoolers, evening grosbeaks provided the soundtrack of our daily lives from July or August through May every year, with a few even showing up during the nesting season. When the windows were open, their calls filled our house, and even when the windows were closed tightly in winter, the gentle calls managed to waft in. Their constant presence was woven into the fabric of our lives. Somehow I never tired of watching them. I didn't know it when we moved here, but evening grosbeaks were already declining gravely in Minnesota. The Minnesota Breeding Bird Atlas notes that their breeding numbers in the state dropped an average of 3.3% every year between 1967 and 2015, and a Partners in Flight study found a 94% reduction nationally between 1970 and 2014. It was heartbreaking to go from having hundreds daily in my yard for most of each year to going several years at a time without a single sighting. The one place I could count on for seeing them each year has been the Sac-Zim bog, but even those were increasingly difficult to find except at one feeding station in the northwest corner of the birding center of the bog, affectionately called Mary Lou's Feeders. Russ had surgery in August 2011, and when I brought him home on August 3rd, he was still in a lot of pain and slept restlessly the first night. But we woke in the morning to a lovely sound, evening grosbeaks. A flock of 16 stayed in and near our yard every day through the end of the month, and at least four stuck around through September 6th, their gentle calls balm to our souls. If I were keeping top 10 lists of my best birds each year, evening grosbeaks would have easily made it each year of the 80s and 2011. Then this year, we had a banner year for winter finches. Russ and I went to the bog on January 3rd and saw them not just at their one regular feeding station, but at others as well. And a handful showed up in my yard in early April. I was thrilled. But then, on April 25th, a larger flock appeared, and they showed up every day after that until May 18th. Many days I had 50 or more, with a full 250 here on April 27th. Seeing so many was thrilling enough, but they spent a lot of time in the spruce tree right next to my office and eating in my office window feeder. My baby grandson Walter got a huge kick out of them, and I went crazy photographing them. Evening grosbeaks featured prominently in my backyard sound recordings of the dawn chorus, and one morning I figured out a good spot to set up my equipment to get excellent sound recordings in that nearby spruce tree. With them up close and personal and my window open, I was also hearing a little wink note I'd never noticed before and got some recordings of that. 
I was hoping against hope that some might actually nest nearby, or at least close enough that they'd reappear in July. But except for a group of five that showed up briefly on November 9th, I have not seen them in my yard since May, but I've got a bazillion close-up photos. I'm actually more of an auditory than visual person, so every time I listen to my 50-minute recording of them, my heart is filled with joy. And that's why Evening Grosbeaks are in my final four top birds for 2021. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.